0: Previously on the weekly fantasy roundup. Jesus, Skinner, you, you could do a personal best here. No, no, you shut your whore mouth with that talk. I heard that in the first three weeks of the season. You're already fuck, 25% no, percent of the fuck way. Fuck you, shut up with that shit. You could do a personal nope. best.
1: La, la, la. I will fucking die if Colin goes down next week and you can't even survive two weeks on the bet.
0: Be tough. Welcome to the weekly fantasy roundup with your hosts Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly fantasy roundup. As always, I'm your host Andrew Skinner, joined by my good friend and co-host Mr. Joel Bryant. How's it going, sir?
1: What do you mean how's it going? We've been talking for fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, well, I just we're gonna do this again.
0: Just ask you how your fucking day was going.
1: Amazing! It's going well. It's going great.
0: Jesus Christ! We've just been talking for two, You fucking people. We gotta Can find just, a
1: different time to record this because by the time I work a full day, I'm ready to just fucking stab everyone and then dude, ask I, me dumb questions.
0: I retired from ball hockey back in uh August. And the guys that I play with, they were at the point where they were going to have to cancel their game. So I said, I can't have you guys cancel week. I'll fill in. And I feel like I've been hit by a fucking truck, man. I said, don't ask me no more. Lose my number. Delete me on Facebook. Like I'm dead to you guys. Do not ask me again. I can play ice hockey three to four times a week and feel fine. I played one game of ball hockey. I'm dead. What happened this week in the NFL? Anything exciting?
1: I have no idea. You don't know. You don't watch football. No idea whatsoever. I watched. Um, I was that. I was at home working on Thursday, and I was like stuck to my laptop all day. But I had my phone beside my laptop, so I was kind of watching shit on Thursday. But Sunday just didn't was right often for me. Yeah. I was up for like an hour in the morning, I think. But I just ate
0: McDonald's and I don't really know what happened after that. The the ultimate hangover cure. What's your go-to at McDonald's when you're hungover?
1: A lot of shit. You got to get a big All of the things. That's a staple. And then you need probably a McDouble and a Junior Chicken as well. But the Junior Chicken has to have extra sauce because that mayo will fucking cure anything.
0: What does the fucking McDump look like after that gets processed? <laughs> McDump? Jesus, Jesus Christ. It's a little bloody. Oh, oh, gross. How about Dalvin Cook going down with an injury? It's pretty rough, eh? Hey? Especially since I called it last week. Fuck. And I remember
1: last week when you said you were going to call Cook got hurt. I was like, right? no, we're
0: done that. Man, I said it right on the show, and then he fucking goes down.
1: But I think he's got a, a playable injury. Maybe uh, yeah. I'm wrong about that, but I think it's he a shoulder. Play
0: it. Yeah, it's a shoulder. Get this, okay? Because I've done that
1: to my shoulder. I've done what he did. I didn't fully tear mine. You I... lose a lot of mobility, right? But you can still. But then again, it fucking hurts.
0: It feels like one hard hit away from the tent.
1: Oh yeah, because it, the way that it felt, it's like. Uh, punching something with a broken fist. That's right. So I can imagine what taking an NFL hit would feel like, but I don't know what they're doing to these guys. They'd probably fucking load
0: them full of painkiller injections and tell them to go hard. I read somewhere that Dalvin has been playing through a torn labrum in one of his shoulders for the majority of the season. And has now there torn, you go. Hold on. And has now torn or partially torn the labrum in his other shoulder. So he could be dealing with two torn labrums in both shoulders. What the fuck, man? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't put a lot of stock in the transaction numbers on NFL.com, but it's at least noteworthy that the top five ads going into waivers tomorrow, Derek Carr, 19,000, Boston Scott, 24,000, Matt Breida, 24,000, Dontrell Hilliard, 28,000. Alexander Madison, 165,000 ads. Jesus Christ. That is leaps and bounds above the rest. Also, as an aside, shout out to Aaron Bishop, who fucking had Madison He's been sitting on Madison season, all year. All season. Cunt. Never had Delvin Cook at any point. Rides Madison the whole year. Finally drops him. Cook goes down. Un- that's, unbelievable.
1: That's part of why I... I kind of finally came to the conclusion that I was going to have Trey cook that weighed in because yep. I wasn't going to get Madison for Bishop unless I'd let him slip a finger in my bum or something too, And it, it wasn't happening. Hey, it wasn't man. happening.
0: That's why I've had uh, P Ryan the whole season. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't believe in handcuffs just for the sake of having handcuffs, but I believe in them. If they're value. Yes. If they're valuable handcuffs. For if example, they've
1: proven they can succeed exactly, in the same position, that changes everything. Exactly. If you're just carrying a handcuff for the sake of carrying a handcuff, it, exactly. it doesn't mean he's going to do what the other guy did.
0: Exactly. But if you got like, a guy like
1: Madison who's proven that he can chuck up points with, with the opportunity, yeah, fucking ready. Right.
0: For example, Chuba Hubbard. What has Chuba Hubbard done as a primary back in Carolina in the absence of Christian McCaffrey? Nothing. He Abso, hasn't done a ton. Absolutely nothing. P. Ryan in his two games without Joe Mixon, 18 and a half points, 14 half points. Yep, that's solid. Scored both times. In other news, how about this meme that popped up after this week's games? Thank you for participating in no win November. Lions 0 and 1. Rams 0-3, Saints 0-4, Seahawks 0-3. <laughs> the yeah, Rams! The Rams are 0 3 this month. What the fuck? Jesus. Did they lose on Sunday too? Yeah, they lost to Green Bay.
1: See, the Saints are talking about going to Taysom Hill this week. Oh, they're not
0: talking about it. He's already locked in as for starter this week.
1: You sure? Because the NFL.com thing says uh, Peyton Mum on Saints QB1 versus Cowboys. Yeah, we'll see.
0: That's fucking Sean Payton. Taysom's already taken uh, first team reps at practice all week.
1: Mm, I don't mean shit, Sean Payton.
0: And this is what I was talking about, man, with Kamara. I really genuinely worry about Kamara rest of the season. Kamara was fucking dog shit with Taysom Hill in the lineup last year. Dog shit.
1: Really? Because I think he's quarterback
0: proof. <laughs> the Saints have not been the same since Breeze retired. It's been fucking quarterback whack-a-mole this year with Jameis and Trevor Simeon and now Taysom Hill. And that just equates to uncertainty surrounding Alvin Kamara, and I'm fucking thrilled. I don't have any shares of him.
1: We see, except it hasn't been whack-a-mole at all. It was Winston. It was unquestionably Winston, and then Winston got hurt. And it then they, the were left seal. With, they were left with who knows who this fucking Trevor bum is versus Samuel. Taysom Hill. Yeah, Is Kamara even going to be healthy?
0: I don't think so. And this is the thing. They're already five and six. They lose this week to follow the five and seven. Do they just say. Oh, uh, he was limited today. He practiced today a little bit. Yeah, there's a chance he plays this week, but I, I don't know. I I had reservations about Kamara this year. My only share of him. I was very quick to trade. Just my opinion. That's all. I think Cam bit off a little more than he could tre- chew trading for all the fucking injured players. How awful is Zach Wilson? Oh, my God. Was he bad? Was it on Sunday? Dude, dude, look up the fucking Zach Wilson pick. He tries to do like the Patrick Mahomes like sidearm flick throw thing, throws it off his running back's back, and then gets picked off. It's the most disgusting. He's like, well, if fucking Patrick Mahomes can do it, I can do it. Throws it at his running back, hits him bounces into the opposition's arms pick. But why are they even doing this? Awful, man. That's my
1: question. Like, you you get the teams like uh, fucking uh, San Francisco, what they're doing with Trey Lance. Like, if you've got another guy that's able to, to somewhat get out there and actually play football, why would you send your rookie in to get fucking killed and make an ass of himself every week? Like, how is that good for his development?
0: Well, the problem is that it's the Jets, and the Jets have been so irrelevant for so long. They can't long. do
1: anything, right?
0: Well, they're desperate. They're desperate to be relevant, man. They're hoping that Zach Wilson just fucking finds it one game, throws her for fucking four and five touchdowns so they can make a fucking end line.
1: Yeah, but even the other guys were making them more relevant than Wilson was.
0: Yep, I'm telling you, man, Wilson only went number two. Do you remember that throw he had during the combine or workouts where he's like, uh, run in one direction, then throws back across his body like 60 yards down the field. It's a fucking dime in the receiver's hands. That one throw during that workout fucking propelled him to the second overall pick because they were talking about, it was like Lawrence was the obvious number one overall, but then it was Fields or Lance at the second overall quarterback. Zach Wilson makes that one throw, leapfrogs both of them. The Jets are like, we we'll take him. And now the Jets are just fucked.
1: Having the Jets fucked enough careers out. Why are they Everything. still allowed in this league? I don't know. You should just board them and replace them with a CFL team. Like, bring in the Argonauts and let them build something.
0: They at least got some young pieces in Michael Carter and Elijah Moore that we can maybe. I maybe, feel like they've done
1: this so many times. Oh, I hear you. I hear you, man. I don't want to watch this show anymore. I'm
0: out. No, I'm glad I'm not a fan of a team that division I would not want to have to watch. They make me feel good about
1: being a Jacksonville fan. They really do. Whoa.
0: Okay, let's not not go crazy. They make me feel like there's hope. Let's not go crazy there, Irvin Meyer.
1: But I mean, they haven't, Jacksonville hasn't destroyed careers and just fucked everything up consistently like the Jets do. Well, Jacksonville's problem was they just had no good players. Jacksonville's had good players.
0: Level. No, you're. I disagree with you here. Jacksonville's had good players. No, nah, Jones, Drew, they had Leonard and Fournette, and he said, this, Fournette mm-hmm. he said, "Fuck this, get me the fuck out of town." Then they drafted Jalen Ramsey. He said, "Fuck this, get me the fuck of town." They drafted guys, and a couple years into their career, they fucking demanded trades.
1: But it's a culture thing. That's their management had things just hooped so bad from the start that they couldn't get any buy-in. But all those guys went out of there to go on and have sex successful careers. Like, look at how's how's Sam Darnold
0: doing? Where are all these other Jets that well? Sam Darnold had like a good three weeks to start the season and then Wow. We
1: three realized weeks. he was Sam
0: Darnold. That was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Jamal Adams, how's that going? Who are the Not... other fucking players in the NFL that came out of a productive New York Jets football system development program?
0: I don't know. Joe Namath. What year was that? (laughs) I don't even know. They're an abomination. They just literally nothing nothing comes to mind. Absolutely not a single player comes to mind.
1: If I was a super talented college player and they told me, like, if I was Trevor Lawrence and it fell in the New York Jets, I'd be like, the fuck, I will. I will not go there.
0: Not only that, man, careers are so short. Like, honestly. Sam Daryl's career is basically over, man. He spent three years with the Jets, was trash every year, gone to Carolina, trashed. Like it's over. so bad. It's over. And he's done. You have one chance. Like, these NFL careers are so short, man. You got to get in, fucking get a bag, and fucking retire before your brain becomes jello pudding. And to get drafted by the Jets, man, it quite – Literally impacts your ability to make money as a professional athlete. It's crazy. They're disgusting. Yeah, they are gross. Mm-hmm. Let's get this show on the road. Let's now move on, talk about the week that was in TBLC. Uh, last week, TBLC, I'm going to be a little selfish this week. Talk about my match first, because yeah, I... Yeah, better
1: take your licks where you can get them, eh? Hey?
0: Well, taking licks would imply that I was taking some kind of punishment. But I will no, no, I mean,
1: take your take your kicks. Victories.
0: Then. Oh, yeah. Like, Just take the small wins when I can get them.
1: It's all downhill from here, is what I'm saying.
0: Well, there were no small wins for me last week, because I decimated the Cove Cowboys. I have your moment. 180. Take four to 143. High score of the week. Ooh, big week. Thank you. Thank you. My excited. high score. My high score was highlighted by Justin Herbert 24. Joe Mixon 32. Miles Gaskin, the man that nobody wanted. Traded twice in 48 hours. 19. Tyler Lockett, 13. Stephon Diggs, 20. DJ Moore, 14. Elijah Mitchell. Woohoo. 28. Nick Folk. Fucking Nick Folk, man. Every week, this motherfucker puts up 12-plus. It's crazy.
1: God, I Bishop think... scouted the wrong kicker up this year.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Bishop fires scouts.
0: In that pool, too, when he went after me for Bass and gave me Mason Crosby in return, I immediately dropped him and now have ended up with Nick Folk in that pool, too. It's <laughs> Disgusting. Yep. My only score less than 10 points last week was somehow George Kittle. We only have one target, one catch rather, for 13 yards. Not good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All in all, like I said, aside from the and score of 32, it was just real nice consistent scoring all across the board, which equated to a massive week. And it's also noteworthy that I didn't make any fucking lot of problems this week. Didn't leave any massive scores on my bench, which is nice for a change.
1: You need one of those uh, congratulations, you did this yeah. awards. Like the Snickers. Set your the, lineup.
0: The Snickers unreal
1: combination of the week.
0: Some don't, shit. Don't
1: like you that. get those? NFL.com gives me those when I set my lineup properly. There's I uh, Maybe. The
0: I don't. I Man. There's we, something
1: they do that says you set the right lineup or you have the best yeah, lineup. You're I, you're probably I probably right. get it more than you. So you wouldn't
0: <laughs> Anyway, for Cam, nothing to hang his head on. His 143 would have been good enough to beat eight teams last week. And let's see, his 143 can be highlighted by Antonio Gibson, 24. Michael Gallup, 16. T. Higgins, 23. Jamar Chase, 7.
1: He's got to get rid of that Jamar Chase Higgins thing. Like,
0: what are we doing? No, I don't understand how you can still roll two receivers in the same fucking team how i don't know man it's week like after a week is there not a trade function in this league would he not trade one only of them at he least could drop do something,
1: something about it or at least try to yep like geez, fucking 39 receiving yards you might want to just outright drop
0: jamar chase if you can't trade him fuck me he's still bangles talk- as a whole their fucking air game went to shit yep and you talked about last week the Bengals getting it right but I don't Didn't know, happen. man. Although they did get 41 points, but it was, it was, if so you keep, so, if you keep so playing so, two of their
1: receivers, you're bound to get it right eventually.
0: Yeah, that's right. Eventually, you'll have the, the
1: high score. Just keep receiver. doing it. You got to flip fact, the narrative and just stick with it now.
0: I would even go to the point where I would go trade for Tyler. You Boyd. should find Tyler Boyd. Yeah, get Tyler Boyd in there. Fuck Michael Gallup. That's the why, problem. You're why would you have the third passing option on Dallas? I mean, you can have the third passing option on fucking Cincinnati. Get in there, man. He's missing a
1: piece. I think Boyd's on waivers too.
0: Uh, okay. so Cam overall had a pretty good week. Just unfortunate to run into myself with the high score of the week, with Jesus. the win. Yeah, 184. I didn't. I haven't checked this, but I think that may be the second highest score of the year behind Bishop's massive game. Don't no me.
1: fuck off! I had like I had right around that same score one week.
0: Okay, it's definitely no one credit. of the highest scores of the season. Could be a good sign for my team going forward. Not impressed. With the win, I won my second in a row to improve to eight four. Good for share first place of my good friend. And with the loss, the Cowboys fell to six and six, in a tie for the final playoff spot at the moment. You now move on to Clyde Everett's spare versus Team Dinner. Clyde Everett's.
1: Edwards- so far, I see a uh, a Cam at 185.3 and a Davin 188.2.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, it's one of the top scores of the season. I thought it might have been second highest, but was just yes. pulling that out of my ass. Like we said before, nobody's going to fucking call me on it anyways. Who cares? I just make up whatever I want on this show. Make, <laughs> make up whatever I want, then edit it so that if it's the narrative I want to create, then that's it. Here's my podcast. Yeah, I
1: fucking noticed that.
0: <laughs> uh, hey.
1: hey. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off.
0: It's okay. Moving on. Clyde Edwards despair versus team dinner. Clyde Edwards despair won by score 172 to 132. Clyde Edwards despair at the second highest score of the week. I think that's his highest scored season. Again, could be wrong, but who gives a fuck? Nobody's going to call me out on it. His 172, highlighted by Kirk Cousins, 20. Javante Williams, 20. Keenan Allen, 16. Adam Thielen, 23. Hunter Renfro, 22. Rob Gronkowski, welcome back. 19. Van Jefferson. What did we say about him having Van Jefferson as flex? We can... Go fuck ourselves.
1: Did we say something bad about that?
0: Yeah, I think we specifically said we did the trade breakdown, trade analysis of his team that anytime you're rolling with Van Jefferson in your flex, you're in trouble. And well, he basically told us go fuck ourselves.
1: I'm wrong every single fucking week. I don't know why this is a surprise.
0: Also, shout out to Power for having all the handcuffs on his bench. Ingram, Williams, fuck, and one of those paid off immediately. This man has got Jamal Williams rostered after DeAndre Swift went down this week and can probably plug him into the lineup. So a little boost for power for the next couple of weeks anyway.
1: I think that was my favorite part of the whole uh, trade deadline week is when power basically in the chat went from, anybody have a tight end? Gone again.
0: Yeah. That was it. Just the one message. He, he had guys. a good run. Hey, guys, I got some tight end depth. Anyone want Ziggy?
1: Yeah.
0: Right back. on again. Yeah. So funny. And what does he do <laughs> after that? Just puts up a massive score. Shoves it in our face. He's like, see, I
1: knew what I was doing all along. Fuck yeah. you guys.
0: Fuck you guys. I don't need to trade. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. Team dinner is 132. Again, not a terrible score. Would have been good enough to beat a handful of teams last week. So just another guy with a decent score that ran into a – score, or a score? Adam, oh, at one point you know what I see in there? Set.
1: Debo Samuel is hurt.
0: Yep. We talked about it all year. How is Debo Samuel? Be one yet?
1: to two weeks? Oh, that could be yep. worse.
0: Yep. And, and that's rough for San Francisco as they have looked good. I think they've won three or four in a row now to get to six and five, and they are pushing for a playoff spot. That is not the loss they need.
1: The best part of that note says uh, while their number one wide receiver is in recovery mode, the 49ers will turn to Brandon Ayuk and Joan Jennings, Jennings yep. Trent Sherfield, and Travis Benjamin.
0: Legit never heard Who of Jawan Jennings.
1: All these people.
0: It'll be interesting to see all the preseason hype around Brandon Ayuk becoming the one. It'll be interesting to see how he thrives in that role in the absence of Debo Samuel. I personally am hoping that. This just means more volume for George Kittle, but time will tell. Anyway, before Debo got hurt, he gifted team dinner with 21 points. Very kind of him. Darren L. Mooney, man, this is, again, you point out that he was doing this without Al Robson, and Al Robson was yeah. out again. But even when the corpse Al Robson returns to, they just continue to feed Mooney, he's getting it done.
1: Allen Robinson is such a fucking cunt this year. He's not going to only ruin Allen Robinson owners. He's going to ruin Darnell Mooney owners, too.
0: With the win, Clyde Edwards' despair improved to 7-5, secured himself a playoff spot with that ever-so-popular, ever-so-necessary seventh win. And with loss, Team Dinner lost their second in a row to fall to 6-6. Six and six. I
1: think dinner's punching below his weight class here. He's kind of sandbagging us a bit.
0: You think so? I think he's yeah. in trouble with Berkeley. I think I don't he's think. got a heavyweight team. Oh, I agree. I just don't think he, I don't think he's going to get the return. He was hoping for at a Saquon Berkeley.
1: He might not, but also with everything else he's got going on he might not need to, I see him as a final 14.
0: Yeah. I Once I mean, you get final
1: four, it's you're throwing darts anyways.
0: Interesting that he started. Tevin Coleman, Christ Almighty! What year is this? Tevin he Coleman nine still in the out of him too. Yeah, he did. Right. Talk about throwing fucking dirt and hitting bullseye. Good for him.
1: He didn't want to do the Ramondre Stevenson thing. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it was the right call too. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I. I'll tell you what. That we'll probably get, would have
1: been another thing I fucked up if I was in his shoes. I would have smashed on Stevenson there.
0: We'll get to that in the trade segment. I. I'm fucking glad I got rid of that Patriots backfield. You want to tell me? I'll tell you what's dead to me. Put this on my fucking dead to me list. Patriots running backs, as long as Bill Belichick is alive and their coach, never again. Jesus Christ! Running backs. I don't necessarily as believe. As oh, you're and that you're you're keeping this in the list for me, friend. I really appreciate that.
1: It's right under, well, it's a few under Benny Snell and Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, the list definitely improved by a few places this year. Got quite long. But that was because I added everyone from my fucking guillotine league to the list.
1: It's really taking flight these days.
0: Moving on. Yourself. Got Skinner Tattoo. Lost. I've not said that in a long time. Lost. Wow. L-O-S-T. L-1. To the Roundhousers by score. Well, that's 135 not what we do every 35 week. To 107. No, it's not. Your 107 is one of the lower scores of the week, actually. I mean, you wouldn't be football team. No Don't get me wrong. It wasn't that bad. All right. Roundhousers 135. Highlighted by Aaron Rodgers 30. So much of that toe problem. Mel Gordon 10. Josh Jacobs. What? Josh Jacobs 19? Who? New phone. Who this? Jarvis Landry, fifteen. Jesus, new phone. Who this? Hollywood Brown, thirteen. Patriots defense. Christ, man. Do they? Are they just good for twenty-five points a week? Like, what are we even watching here? This is crazy. Well,
1: the bad Steven. Yeah. So somebody, somebody's going to get him sooner day. or
0: later. I mean, I who? Who? They're playing the Bills this week, maybe.
1: The Bills, Bills maybe the Colts maybe. Colts, maybe Jonathan Taylor or something to them. That's who they're seeing. They got they got the Bills by Colts Bills and then fuck, I hope they don't go to week 17 in our pool because that's looking pretty good with the week 17 at Jacksonville.
0: <laughs> oh my god, Imagine That'll win Devin. your pool right there. Yeah, hundred points out of the defense. Uh let's see. Your uncharacteristic, 107, low-lighted by Nelson Aguilar, five, whoops.
1: I knew <laughs> that was going to go bad.
0: Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a dark throw. Devontae Smith, 4.2, whoops. Devontae really? Freeman, seven. That was a tough game for Baltimore all around. You had a couple of decent scores, but all in all, just not a good week for you, friend. How's Jonathan Taylor's fucking matchup proof, man. Yep. Although to be fair, he was having a very pedestrian game. And then basically that final drive, they just handed it to Taylor on every play. And he put up was like it? 12 points on that final drive. Because I wasn't here
1: on Sunday. I don't know any of that.
0: He was single digits for the game going into that drive and then got like 40 yards on touchdown on that drive to give you a game out of it. So
1: well, I'm past my bias. So Joel shows here now. Let's see what we get.
0: That's right. Yep,
1: it's KJ fine. Brown like, on IR, that's about the only thing missing from my life. Honestly, now.
0: I I predicted damn for the win. I thought with uh, with what you, and you fucking Eaton, didn't. I didn't. I, I thought oh, I no. did. No,
1: he said I was gonna win because we were we were laughing at his roller coaster deal where this was supposed oh. to be one of his off weeks. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. He's whatever making shit up. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's what I do best. <laughs> Anyway, friend, how did it feel to join us uh, us uh, human beings, us humanoids, in a losing column? How would it feel?
1: I think I opened my phone Monday night, and I was like, oh, I'm going to lose.
0: I'm going to lose. How about that?
1: I haven't done that in a while. That's I think that's right. when I started asking you about the winning streaks in the league. I was curious yeah. how my streak stacked up against some of the elite ones.
0: It was pretty good, but as we determined pretty quick, Steve Power had the most legendary winning streak. Ten fucking games. Not only did Steve Power have a ten-game winning streak uh, one year, but it was his first fucking ten games of the year. Just imagine signing up for fantasy football starting 10-0. No big deal. easy yeah, game. Nuts. Yeah, too bad he does have a championship show for it. Whoops. To answer so
1: your question, I feel exactly the same as I did when I was winning. Yeah, weird. well, you
0: built the team you wanted. You knew what you were getting into. when You took on Hopkins and Murray by the A.J. Yep. Brown to IR, is obviously. That was a bit of a surprise right? that came yeah. out in the trades. But. Listen, as a Titans fan, that caught me off guard, too, man. Not good. Oh, you know, we just got Derek Henry and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and IR. Not a big deal.
1: Well, I kept seeing – I kept getting the injury notifications about A.J. And every time it would be like his X-rays came back negative. Right. It kept seeming like it was good news. So when it, out of nowhere it said he's going on IR, I was like, "Whoa,
0: yeah, whoa, that sucks." So you got a short-term problem at wide receiver, but you are fortunate that you're already in the playoffs, so yeah. you can basically just shit the bed for the rest of the year, not worry about it, and then hopefully get healthy for the playoffs. I think yeah, I think have...
1: I'm gonna tank these two weeks and get a better playoff matchup out of the deal. That's how I'm feeling.
0: Would you not want to win? more matches to get a favorable matchup. If you say worst case there, a loss out, finish eight and six, eight and six, probably going to be good for like fifth, sixth, maybe.
1: Maybe I like the middle of the pack more. Yeah, sure. Maybe I'm seeing uh, Cam near the bottom now, and I, I like Spencer's team more than I did. And some of those teams on the eight, ninth spot, maybe they scare me a bit. All like, hypothetically speaking, of course.
0: I'd say you'll finish nine and five. He'll probably trade wins and losses over the next couple so weeks. So you think I'm
1: 1-1 one and one down the stretch, eh?
0: With the win, Davin approved to 5-7. and seven in share ninth place. And with the loss, got Skinner Tattoo. Yourself fell to 8-4. and four, Still in first place, tied with yours truly.
1: Fell all the way from first to first. To first. Very now, upset about this. Fell
0: all the way from sole position of first. Two tied for first. All right, moving on. No Suit for You versus Costanza. Costanza <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Coast, Coast defeated No Suit for You by score 137 to 115. Gary's 137, highlighted by Matt Stafford, 28, Seek 17. Pollard, he fucking – he stuck with both those running backs, that cunt. Somehow got pseudo-productive games out of both.
1: 27 points, 28 points out of both of
0: them. You could do worse. It's obviously not huge, but you could do mm-hmm. worse. Uh Cooper Cup just continues to put up massive numbers, 19. Kendrick Bourne, wow. You dropped in the waivers. Gary's like, thank you very much. And how about his biggest game of the year, 23 points? Yep. Mark Andrews, Mr. Consistent, a tight end. Uh, pretty good score for Gary overall. Good for one of the higher scores of the week. Would have beat the majority of teams. So, good job, Gary Nolan. Uh, no soup for you is 115. Let's see, not a whole lot to point out here, except, oh, Cordero Patterson comes back for the ankle, puts up twenty points. Not a big fucking deal. Jesus. So much
1: for that being done with. Yep. Look at Najee Harris, 6.7. That's a gross week for him. Yep.
0: The Pittsburgh offense was anemic as a whole. Like you said, man, Ben Roethlisberger is a fucking tree. I think the
1: Bengals defense is better than they get credit for being too. That's just my personal opinion from watching. You think so? Man, I think
0: Pittsburgh is fucking worse than we think they are. Ben Roethlisberger looks awful.
1: Oh, yeah, he looks like he just left the seniors home for Sunday football and he's going to head back yeah. right after
0: because he's it's not going to miss his man. fucking dessert. Uh, let's see. With the win, Coe stands improved to 7-5. To and with the loss, No Super you fell to 7-5. Both these teams should be happy with the fact that they've got seven wins and are like 98% guaranteed to make the playoffs. There are some very specific scenarios whereby teams below them win out, finish tied, and then they lose on points four. But for the most part, these teams can look forward to postseason fantasy football.
1: Seven and five in this league is worth uh, third and fourth place right now. How about that? Yes,
0: but I've been saying for a while that seven-win teams are guaranteed. They Mm -hmm. are like... Unofficially, officially guaranteed, but like I said, these guys got like not a thing.
1: What do you mean? You don't officially, unofficially, it's
0: it's one or the other. Moving on to our next matchup. Labrador Colts destroyed the football team by score 153 to 94. Sean. Uh,
1: Labrador Colts cut his face off and wore it as a mask.
0: That's right. I like that. Sean McClane got off the schneid and said, fuck this. I'm playing heartbreaker. I'm playing spoiler. Rest of season. His 153 highlighted by Russell Wilson, 23. Not bad at all. Leonard Fournette. uh Uh-oh. Don't say I told you so. 44 points. Oh, my God. AJ Dillon, nice round. 20 points. Not bad, especially with Aaron Jones in the lineup. Are we seeing a changing of the guard in Green Bay?
1: Fuck Matt, Lef- me, I picked fucking Jones over Dylan. In my, I made that swap last second. Oh, in Davis. the like, hour that I was awake on uh, Sunday, I was like, oh, Aaron
0: Jones. Delphi? And Dylan was, definitely way, Dylan was definitely way cheaper than Jones, too. Fuck
1: me. It's been such a shit year in
0: that. Matt LaFleur has already come out specifically and said we have a 1A and 1B situation and running back now, as opposed to Aaron Jones oh. being the clear lead back, yep. So A.J. Dillon could be a viable fantasy play rest of the season.
1: I'm glad he's on Sean's roster then and unable to get in the playoffs.
0: So he can help fucking pound teams going forward. Uh, Let's see. Cole Beasley, 10. Chase Claypool, 11. Jacoby Myers, how about that? Jacoby Myers, 15. Two fantasy-relevant games in a row since you traded him. Justin's 94. Low score of the week. Not much to say. Brady 13, one of his grossest scores of the year. Dalvin 14 and injured. Oops. Tyler Boyd 3.3, gross. Terry McLaurin 9.1, not be traded for. Jalen Waddell, hey, 29. Wow. Dallas Goddard 1. Dallas Goddard more,
1: caught, caught one of his three targets for, no for zero yards. yards. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's That's tough.
0: Yeah, this stuff tough. Justin had a couple of big scores on his bench. See, this is why I don't understand, Justin. You trade for Odell Beckham, okay? He's your fucking shot in the dark. I hope this works out to help me get in playoff spot. What does he do? Not playing. I don't get it. You tell me after trading for Odell Beckham, you're not going to start him over Tyler fucking Boyd? Are you kidding me?
1: I was thinking maybe he got some other pieces there, and Beckham was just like, the, yeah, I'll take him, part, but what else no. did he get? You got Jalvin.
0: You chase points of Valdez scaling, which never works out. Like, yeah, he wouldn't have won anyway, but that's prescriptive. That's results-oriented. You trade for Beckham, man. Put him in your fucking lineup. What are you doing?
1: How uh, did Chris Godwin get 4.7 points when the Bucks put up 38 points? What happened there?
0: Uh, Leonard Fournette scored all the points. He got four touchdowns. Oh, uh, that's this is what I have questions. So, yeah. No further questions, Your Honor. No. Anyway, with the win, Sean Clay broke. God, how how big was that losing streak? Seven? Seven weeks?
1: Okay, two. it was more than that, wasn't it? Because he, Didn't he start two and one? Maybe. Or was that not him? Not sure. I don't know.
0: In any event, Sean McClain improved to three and nine. And with the loss, football team fell to four and eight. And I'll but guaranteed he will not be a playoff team, just a year removed from his TBLC championship.
1: Labrador Colts snapped his eight-game losing streak. There you go. Yikes. You gotta be a fucking trooper hanging in after eight weeks of getting. You know what beast. I want to see
0: from Sean McClain? I want to see if Sean McClain win out, and I want to see him. Not finish 12th. I want to see him pass Justin and finish 11th. That's what I want to see at as Sean Oh, wow. You can do it, Sean. I believe in you. Okay, final matchup. Shogun Master defeated four verticals by a score of 109.12 to 108.62. A mere .5 margin of victory. Wowza. Both of these scores were abysmal. Let's be real. They would have only defeated football team and you. So they were fortunate to play one another. Not a whole lot to say. Spence put up 109 with Jalen Hurts, who completely died on Sunday. Christian McCaffrey, who may have actually died on Sunday. Austin Eckler, another big game, 22. Newly acquired Brandon Cooks got him 14. Justin Jefferson, 13. Dalton Schultz, 16. Not a whole lot else going on. Ryan had Dak with 29. Darry Spencer 16, got the McCaffrey
1: shaft, though. McCaffrey fucking blue-tented him. If he had a respectable week, Spencer would. He, yeah,
0: uh, I feel I feel bad, man. We were singing his praises on the show last yeah. week for all the moves he did. To we'll uh, get to that, I guess, okay. too. And then what does he get out of McCaffrey? Fuck one quarter. Anyway, with the win, Chauvin Master won his third in a row, proved to six and six, and Ryan lost to fall to five and seven. These standings after week 12, TBLC, there's a tie first place with myself and you tied at eight and four. Then we have a three-way tie for third. No I noticed you
1: put yourself ahead of me.
0: No, my – well, it doesn't matter. We're tied. Are accredited going to
1: credit to, it to try to be, like, grammatically correct? Uh, so no, I guess I put
0: myself ahead of you because next to me is a W2 and next to you is an L1. That's
1: not how it's done.
0: You're trending in the wrong direction.
1: I'm trending in the direction that's
0: ahead of you. Anyway, three may tie for third between No Suit for You, Co Stanza, Clyde Evers Spear. Then we have Cove Cowboys team dinner, Shogun Master, all tied at six and six. And the Roundhousers, four verticals tied at five and seven, in and ninth and tenth. Then we have football team all by himself in 11th, four and eight. And finally, Sean McClain rounds at standings at three and nine. Let's now quickly make some predictions for week 13 jeez can't believe we're in week 13 already where that the happened fuck quick fuck it's time gone before we know it, we're gonna be scratching our asses in the off season looking for fucking fantasy the cross leagues to join but we're all fucking tripping out like where's my fucking fantasy football i need a hit that's one downside
1: winning every week the weeks go by even quicker
0: so how do you feel like your week is going and by this goddamn week? weeks the same Anyway, first matchup to go over Roundhouses versus Cove Cowboys. This is a bit of a unique scenario because these two teams pulled off a big trade right at the deadline last week, which we will discuss shortly. And now, just a week later, they're playing each other. And a few of the players that can traded for from Davin are injured and not playing, namely, Alvin Kamara, although he may play. but Darren Waller's out. Um, Who else did he get in that trade? Landry, I think he got. Landry and a buy. So he trades for Landry and a buy. Waller gets hurt. Although he knew that when he traded for him because Waller played Thursday and was hurt Thursday. Cam said, fuck it, give him to me. And Kamara's questionable. And Davin, on the other hand, got Jamar Chase and TJ Hawkinson, and who else? Gibson in that trade. All healthy, all productive. I think Gibson came off his biggest game. Jesus, Gibson
1: doesn't have an injury designation at all.
0: Nope. Fuck that slight stress fracture in the shin. Not only that, uh, J.D. McKissick ate shit last week and is injured and will miss uh, some time. So that only fuels Gibson into full-blown three-down bell cow roll. Oh, he suffered a Washington. neck injury. Cove Cowboys right. versus Roundhousers. Who do we like to win this match? Ooh. Cam. Yeah?
1: No, I mean, like, ooh, Cam. This oh. is a tough one. Because Davin beats him. Fuck, Davin will be seven and six.
0: I don't know what the fuck he's doing. With no, he'll be Switch six and seven. Bottom. Waller and Swift Jeez. are not playing football this week. Honestly, I think Davin gets it done. Davin made that big trade at the deadline. He might have took a hit on the overall talent, but he bought three guys who were healthy and relatively productive. I think Davin gets a win here, and I think Davin puts himself right in the playoff picture. I noticed into the when –
1: uh, this is a tough one to call because I'm looking at Ken's replacements if those guys don't play and he's going to be in a fucking spot. But also, Davin was – very reliant against me last week on uh Rogers
0: Rogers's output and he's got Rogers on a bye. He's got Wince in a smash matchup against Houston. Yeah know. but
1: Wince, there's some up and down there now. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Cam because okay. logic logic says I should pick Davin and my logic is fucking wrong every time. So Cam it is
0: okay moving on. Cole Stanza versus Clyde Edwards spare battle the seven and five teams. Who do we like? I am compelled to...
1: I don't know. Fuck. People's lineups aren't even set this time of week.
0: Interesting that as it sits right now, Powers has got Javante... Oh, sorry. He's got... That fucking cunt's got two running backs named Jay Williams. Get the fuck out of here. Piece of shit. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Just straight-up fucking with us. It's He's the got average Executioner
1: thing all over again.
0: Steve Powers got Jamal Williams, who will be the starting running back this week versus Minnesota. Assuming he gets him in there, maybe takes Van Jefferson. Oh, Jesus. He's got – man, look at those matchups. Jacksonville, Washington, Detroit, Detroit, KC. Oh, my God. Atlanta for Gronk. Give me Steve Power.
1: It's like they're all road games. so
0: Who cares? They're all smash mashups. Give me Steve Power. Dolphins defense against the Giants? Christ, yes.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you Steve Power. Just Gary's
0: also in Bobby big trouble. He's got one of his better receivers, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and a bye this week. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has Zeke and Pollard. Is yeah.
1: He, is that a thing he's going to roll forward with? I don't like, know. Again, he doesn't have a lot of options here, but.
0: Ooh, Labrador Colts versus Guy with the Skinner Tattoo. Oh, Labrador Colts got bi-week problems. AJ Dillon, we were just talking about bye. Not good.
1: I don't know. You just called him to win out. Uh, is.
0: No, I've done that before. It didn't work out. Okay. I'd, I'd say, and this is just a prediction. This show is not live, so it doesn't matter what I say. I say, Sean, with that massive... Did you notice that Sean still has 93 waiver dollars somehow? I say Sean goes full ham on Madison just to absolutely fuck with the league and then puts him in there this week. You know he's going to do it. Is Madison on waivers? Yes. We we talked about this, man. Bishop had Madison all season, was holding him over me while I cook and then holding him over you while you had cooked. So what you're telling you me the was?
1: second I traded Cook, he fucking dropped him? Immediately jesus christ what, a did, I what yeah. did i do to everybody the fuck did i do forget these people
0: forget me touching people where are you touching everyone
1: not in the right spots
0: touching me touching maybe i need you. to be touching them.
1: maybe that's the problem that's right
0: anyway i predict now that labrador colts goes full ham on fucking alexander madison plugs him in over Dylan. If Sean makes a big waiver pickup to fill the hole of Dylan, I'm going to pick Sean. But if Sean snoozes through waivers because, fuck it, my season's over, doesn't really give a fuck, I'm going to pick you. But it's noteworthy that Sean has Alex Collins out of his lineup, who was in his lineup last week. I think he's ready to make a big play on the wire just to fuck people's days. I, assuming Sean picks up a running back, I'm going with Sean.
1: I'm going to go with me. Sorry, Sean. I'm going to pick myself to get off of the one week. One game,
0: Schneid. Look at you. Lose one of eight, Schneid. All right, moving on. Shogun Master versus No Soup for You. Big, big week for Spence. Got to think Spence needs one three in a row. He's a lot of back. Yes, he has. Do not want to fall the seven losses. Seven losses is that breaking point. I'm going to go with Spencer. Bishop's got his full team. Kind of sexy. Spencer and just lost. Also
1: got that Mahomes Hill stack against Denver. Could be tough. One Harris in Buffalo and the other Harris in Baltimore.
0: There you go. Jeez, T. Harrison and Harris. What the fuck is going on here? Najee, yeah, Baltimore looked good last week. That was a low-scoring game with Cleveland, and they fucking – they shut down Nick Chubb last week. Nick Chubb had, like, 26 yards. It was crazy.
1: Yep. I'm I'm on Spencer train this week. Yeah,
0: Spencer – he did lose McCaffrey, though. That's a big hole. Now he's going to start Kadarius Tony, and Miles Sanders. Fuck. I mean, Sanders has been – Better and he's that is about as plus of a matchup as you're going to get. I'm going bishop. I think bishop wins and effectively ends Spencer's season. Just that would end his season, he'd be six and seven. Well, he'd be in trouble, he'd be in life support, he'd be in must win situation next week. Hmm. Anyway, I predict bishop for the week. Moving on, four verticals versus football team. Uh, I mean, with
1: respect to these two guys, this is like selecting two cows in a field and catching two that are pooping and selecting which one shit will hit the ground first.
0: (laughs) They're both going to end up at stake anyway, so who gives a fuck what happens in this matchup? I predict a tie. Who cares? Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to predict a winner here. There's no such thing as a winner here.
0: I feel bad for Justin. He made that big trade for Delvin that immediately goes down. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's tough. Justin's got an okay team, I suppose, but now he's got that big hole running back, too. I think Justin's going all in on Madison. There's going to be a lot of crazy bids. When we go through waiver swirl. we're going to see the insane bids that come up for Madison overnight. I'm anxious to see who gets them and how much he goes for, mm-hmm. but it won't be me. I can tell you now, I've got a claim in for one guy that absolutely nobody else would have a claim in for, and I love it. Is that not telling? No, okay,
1: That's right. I was thinking of going all in on Madison.
0: So yeah,
1: that'll put me back to the whole three quality running backs thing. But a, from what I'm reading, Madison's going to be irrelevant by playoff weeks.
0: Yeah, it We're sounds talking like you're buy yourself blades.
1: And be uh, I could get outbid by a lot of teams, anyways.
0: Yep. If there's a big injury uh, during fantasy playoffs, your WAG will be better spent than Why spend up? You're in the playoffs. Don't even waste your money. Full disclosure: I'm not. I don't even have a bid in for Madison. I feel good with uh, Mixon and Mitchell and Gaskin and Cream Hunt. We still have to pick a winner here, don't we? No, I'm not. I'm picking a tie. Fuck it. I think give a fuck. I'm going to pick uh,
1: uh, whatever this random box lands on. Pick the team. Pick the team
0: that doesn't start fucking Jeff Wilson. Christ.
1: Ryan's heads. So it landed tails, but I'm still going to pick Ryan. (laughs) I think Justin's probably worse.
0: Incredible. All right. Last matchup. Myself versus team dinner. Two teams heading in the opposite directions. I'm on a two-game winning streak. Team Dinner's on a two-game losing streak. Team Dinner's got injury-slash-buy problems this week with Nick Chubb and newly-anointed Chuba Hubbard, number one starting running back in Carolina, bye. And he's also got Devo Samuel out. Combine that with Chase Evans on the IR and Calvin Ridley on the I'm Too Mentally Upset to Play Football list, I'm going to pick myself to win
1: I want to pick dinner I, I, for obvious reasons I hate you <laughs> but um,
0: he started Tevin Coleman Tevin he Coleman's
1: is. killing me man I hope he finds a way to get Tevin Coleman out of his
0: lineup this week I know he's on some shit there but unless he makes a big bid for Madison
1: I can already feel my fucking skin crawling
0: but I got to pick you yeah Welcome to the team. You'll probably that'll probably be the curse. I'll probably get blown out and lose Herbert to injury. Good. But yeah, that would be bad.
1: Fuck Herbert. I hope he loses somebody better than him.
0: I got Marvin Jones in as a dart throw against LA this week in the absence of DJ Moore. Hopefully, you can get me ten points. I like. The we have gone
1: way too week. many weeks without one of Kittle or Mixon sitting on IR.
0: Hey, fuck you. So like, let this be the week. I like Kittle on IR for most of the season. You fuck. If anyone's know, going you've down injury, both it's healthy
1: for like two or three weeks. So somebody's oh gotta geez. go.
0: Better not be mixing, man. He's so good. He's a match-proof, just murdering everyone. It's crazy. Mm. All right, we both picked me. Uh, let's talk about the trades that went down at the deadline last week with a little wheel on dealing, the last trade segment of the season. At the deadline last week, we saw some big deals. First of all, shout out to all the teams who fucking listened, all the teams that assessed their needs and took that last-second shot on improving things at the deadline. It was pretty blasé, pretty quiet for the majority of the season. But you guys really fucking stepped it up in that last week, my – Jesus, look at these trades from November 24th onward. One, two, three, four, fucking five. My God, look at all those trades. There were some trades. Lots of trades. So uh let's see. There were what one, two, three trades right at the deadline. The first of which was between myself. No soup for you. I traded Mike Williams and Damian Harris to Bishop in exchange for Kareem Hunt. DJ Moore thought this was a pretty good trade for myself as, I get a good piece in Hunt who I can plug in on a as-needed basis for matchups uh, should he return to the form he saw early in the season. And I like DJ Moore as a more consistent option at my wide receiver too. I wasn't liking what I'm seeing out of Mike Williams. I did like that he had that big game, but he was just too inconsistent, so I trained him, and we've gone over in detail what I thought about having Damien Harris. I was pretty happy to get rid of that one. What do you think of this deal? Damien and Mike Williams are going to be fine. Mike Williams has a 40-point ceiling if he can hit. I just don't know if he can get back to that with Keenan. Right,
1: now, if, if Mike Williams is going to be fine, you wouldn't have traded him. I mean, we know how you do this.
0: No, Mike Williams is boom or bust, so I was happy to get a little more consistency at a DJ Moore. Damien D- Williams. DJ Moore
1: don't have a quarterback.
0: Yeah, I know. I understand that. That is a problem.
1: Dream Hunt me. is just fresh off of IR. So hard to say what you have there. But I like both of those guys in the long term.
0: But I like, Williams
1: could also change that. He's got if he could find yep. some consistency, could yep. maybe win that yep. one back for Bishop.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just uh I don't know. I thought this trade was better for my dip. I didn't mind it. I was never comfortable with Damian Harris in my lineup, to be honest. It was crazy, That's the so. thing. I
1: just really don't fucking like getting involved in the Pats backfield because you you feel yep. tempted to play him, and then you get him in
0: your spot, and they fucking fuck you over. And yep. I just don't want to go there. And then yeah, a couple days later, I decided to make another little deal. What did I tell you last week on the podcast? I said, I'm savvy enough. I'm going to end up trading the Cardinals defense. And you said, you're not going to trade a fucking defense as sure as fucking shit. I traded the Cardinals defense and Brandon Cook's shogun master for the man nobody wants. He must have leprosy. Miles Gaskin and Rashad Bateman, who I might add, I dropped today. That's I, the thing.
1: I should have elaborated on my, my quote that you just used there to include for something relevant.
0: yeah, Oh, yeah. Brandon Cooks is relevant. Absolutely. He's the one in an offense that has to throw the ball. You didn't I, trade for him. You traded him away. Yes, I did. I knew i had to give up a piece. With the beatman drop,
1: I think you lose this
0: one. That's okay.
1: Cardinals and Cooks for Gaskin, I don't see that aging
0: well. Well, the only thing from my perspective was that I was going to roll with the Eagles defense the rest of the season. So the Cardinals would have been nothing more than a keep away stash for me, and Brandon Cooks was always that toss up receiver between Tyler Lockett and Mike Williams at the time. Then DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks was always going to be that fringe guy for me, and we talked about this last week. Uh, I had too many good receivers, and I was going to end up choosing the wrong one in on any, any given week. I took, yeah, the but you just did that too.
1: You just put yourself in the same position of running back. Did
0: you not? No, uh, not exactly. Maybe if Kareem Hunt returns to form, but for the moment, it's going to be Gaskin, Mitchell, and Mixon for me. Now, if Kareem Hunt explodes and goes back to 20-plus this week, then I'll have a problem on my hands. But for now, I'm quite content to you're pitch with Kareem the old, Hunt. You're going with
1: the, the proven Colin Martin method of carrying four rosterable running backs.
0: Uh, different leagues stay relevant, but yes,
1: same thing. Therefore,
0: Sure, there's. I'm sure there's lots of teams that have four startable running backs this league. You sure? I don't, I don't think
1: there's enough startable running backs.
0: I mean, maybe sure. not. Maybe not now that we had three significant running back injuries this week. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, I, think I you'd, don't. I
1: think you take an L on that
0: one. Yeah, and, and honestly, you could be right. You could be right. Brandon Cooks as he's shown as a 25-point ceiling. Uh, and he could have ceiling games for the rest of the year. I know they still have a couple more divisional games left, uh, one of which is against Jags, which is a smash matchup. And the Cardinals D has been the top five defense all year. I may regret putting all my faith in the Eagles defense, so that could come back to bite me. But it was a trade I was willing to make, so – if I take the L, so be it. But at the end of the day, Gaskin became my flex, and I'm okay with that. I turned two pieces. I wasn't comfortable starting into one piece that I can at least bear and or grin and bear it and start them, so, so be it. And the last trade for the deadline, quite literally came in a couple hours for the deadline, was a fucking... Smash trade
1: it was a monster. Do you want yes, to include the part where you texted me and said Davin was going to sleep through the deadline, and then you went to sleep and Davin made a trade?
0: I was sat here, man, drinking beers, working offers, just couldn't get it done. Fell asleep and then wake up to a trade has been accepted. I was like, mother The trade was the Roundhouser sent Jarvis Landry, Darren Waller, and Alvin Kamara to the Cove Cowboys. In exchange for TJ Hawkinson, Antonio Gibson, Jamar Chase. I like this deal for Davin a lot. I think, again, similar to um, another trade that was made up to the deadline, I think Davin lost on the skill side of the trade. Kamara's obviously the best player. Then you got Waller, you know, but he got three pieces that he can put in his lineup every week, rest of the season, to try to buy his way into the playoffs. The trade may have not have been the best talent-wise, but it was the best trade for his team. And that is what I like about this deal for Davin.
1: I liked it a lot more for Cam when Gibson was questionable every week. Now that I see Gibson without without that cube beside him, I'm thinking, hmm, my my deal with Gibson
0: all along has been he's gonna get shut down at some point. Not only that, but, I don't know if I don't know if Cam confused this league for another one of his leagues, but Cam buying up all the injured players at the deadline when uh, you're 6-6 six and six and on the cusp of missing the playoffs yourself? I uh, I don't know. But I, I still can't. like
1: this trade for Cam Moore just because of the spot that he was in. Like, you're looking at the idea that he's getting back the two guys with injuries, and, I mean, who cares about Jarvis Landry? He buy or no buy. You're not going to play him most weeks. Oh, yeah. But Cam's deal all along has not just been having the two Bengals, but he's been carrying two Redskins and two Lions as well. And he busted up the whole set in one move.
0: Now, to be fair, the two Redskins he was carrying, or sorry. was his handcuff. But it wasn't a
1: handcuff situation. Like, it was was turning into
0: a -a whack-a-mole thing. Yeah. But even with
1: McKissick hurt, McKissick had like 23 to Gibson's 24 points. So you're going to play them both? It was
0: noteworthy that he dropped. Swifts handcuffed Jamal Williams, and then Swift yeah. got hurt. Whoops. Yeah, that's a
1: bad beat. Yeah. But that, bad that, beat, and with McKissick getting hurt, too, like that's another bad beat. Yeah. Nothing but bad beats ever since Cam made that deal.
0: But Cam bought up buys and in injuries. Now, to He be fair, needed
1: to make a deal. Like if yep. you can chew Cam on this all you want, but if Cam went through the deadline didn't make a deal, you'd be chewing him a lot fucking worse.
0: I think Cam made that deal assuming he was going to beat me this week and basically have a spot lined up or locked up rather. I think part of cam's evaluation was not losing to me this past week. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't cam's think Cam in an
1: made o- the deal evaluating future wins or losses as much as he just needed roster flexibility.
0: cam's in an okay spot at six and six and I think he will in fact be a playoff team, but he's definitely not guaranteed a playoff spot. And he's, I don't know, man, six and six. Kinda want at least one more win. I'm not sure that factored in. Well, time will tell. The irony of all this is that the two of those guys play each other this week in what will end up being a must-win match for Davin and a likely must-win for Cam, too. So I'm very big matchup. I'm very interested to see. How that matchup goes down after the huge trade they made right at the deadline. So time will tell. Mm -hmm. Now that the trade deadline has come and gone and the dust has settled, which team are you most disappointed that did not make a trade at the deadline? There's a couple of candidates. I've
1: thought specifically
0: Ryan and Gary and Steve Power. So of those three teams which are you the most disappointed that they didn't make a trade?
1: Well, I'm not disappointed in power because I expected him to be sleeping.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: the other two, I've just been back and forth between asking myself the same question. I think it's pretty much a tie.
0: Honestly, I think I'm most disappointed in Ryan for not making a deal and not necessarily like, yes, based on his team. I think you need to make him make Jesus Skinner. She needs to make a mecca. I feel like I should be <laughs> f- fucking making a hip hop video now. A what you want? You, what you want? You want? I can be in the fucking Beastie voice. Anyway, I'm more disappointed that Ryan didn't make a trade just from a football, fantasy football, acumen standpoint. Not that I don't think Ryan is good at fantasy footballer, knows a shit. I just really put Ryan on kind of pedestal, man. Like, for years and years and years, I would make a post on Facebook about the Titans or my football, and Ryan would always be one to comment, man. Like, I just really got the vibe that Ryan was super into fantasy football, super into this, super into that. But he just has had no interest in improving his team at all, man. Like, week in, week out, we talk about having to make trade. He's like, oh, fuck you. I don't need a trade. I don't need your junk scrap. Like, eh. Miles Gaskin would look real good on your team last week, said Jeff Wilson or fucking Al Mzert.
1: If I had to pick between the two of them, I I would pick Nolan yeah. just because I Nolan's in such a better spot to like have one if he did do something. Yeah. Where Ryan's been fading away. Like I kind of closed the door on Ryan make a trade like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I just there, saw- there was that whole stretch where Ryan was kind of in there. And I was going, man, if you just make a move or two, like you'd have a legit team. But now he's
0: kind of. There was such an obvious trade, man. Aaron Jones was hurt and then had a buy coming up. How, when you're one of the cusp playoff teams, do you not trade Aaron Jones? Man, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. That was the most obvious trade he could make, man. Forget selling the deck and CD stack and getting this huge return. Like Aaron Jones was a huge trade chip and he didn't even fucking try man i don't get that you know
1: and i'm looking at nolan's team and and nolan's seven and five and for a guy that's seven and five to have that stafford cooper cup thing going on and and zeke and some other legitimate parts to leave himself in a position where he has multiple new york jets he's playing fucking zeke and pollard yeah and he's whacking in guys like tony jones and donovan people's jones and
0: like whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole, dart throw, like Gary That's
1: mind-boggling, man. Like the solution, he have, right? He could have made a big move or two. And I I would have not wanted to play his team in the playoffs. And I'm right? still not I'm telling see you, what man. I do.
0: Now, granted, I think it would have been harder for Gary because our recommendation was trading the Stafford Cup stack. That in and of itself was going to be quite difficult. But yeah. I don't think Gary tried. It's not like he got on the group chat and was like, you know what? Andrew and Joel are right. I need to make a big fucking trade. Stafford and Cup are up for trade. Who wants them? You tell me. He wouldn't have got flooded with offers? Well, where I'm got at, too like, many holes, if, man.
1: Even if you didn't want to go with the the Stafford and Cup route, like you see, Cam shipped off Gibson. Why couldn't he have gotten in there and said, "I'll give you Zeke for Gibson and Chase"? Right? Or you know, there's other moves to be made that could have plugged a hole or two. Even, even in a smaller move,
0: Gary was six yeah. and five heading into the deadline trade fucking an injured Michael Carter to a contender, man. Get a piece. You're fucking certain two guys on the same team, man.
1: I think he's got a lot of stock into Carter coming back and a lot of stock into Antonio Brown coming back. I don't think either of those moves are going to work out like he thinks. And I also think he's still going to have holes that make him want to puke. Even with those two guys, even if they did pan out, there's, there's too much fucking voids here. Yeah, it's really it's bad. for a seven and five team.
0: Yeah, seven and five team and a and a manager that's been around here for fucking ever, a guy that runs his own league and does a very good job of doing so. Get in there, man. Make a deal. I don't, I don't get it, man. Really, genuinely disappointed that these guys didn't make a deadline deal.
1: Now, who's your uh, who's your deadline MVP?
0: Good question. Not results oriented. I am going to pick Spencer. I think Spencer. How do you a, not
1: pick Spencer?
0: Exactly. He did a real good job of reshaping his team. It's genuinely upsetting, man. Like as ugh, kills me to see the he he made fucking monster
1: moves was just like a, a dabble here, dabble there. He, he fucking rented
0: the boat. He fucking rented down for a few hours. Got yeah. rid of, him, you know, if he saw a trade, he fucking took it. He made minor trades with me. He made major trades with Justin. He made fucking moves, man. He put his lineup in a real good position. And how does he get rewarded? Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, IR, gone for the year. Yeah, Sucks, uh, man.
1: That's the worst beat ever, given yeah. what he did to get
0: to that point. And honestly, now, like, you take fucking Christian McCaffrey out of that lineup and put in who? Kadarius, Tony, Miles Sanders. Sucks, man. It's tough anyway let's uh, let's move on to the guillotine league Capitation nation
1: <laughs> yeah let's do
0: that uh, <laughs> uh. last week I was pretty excited to come on here say how our bet was live and well mm-hmm. and uh, now it's now it's not. You split. tied
1: your personal worst.
0: And, man, you kept saying that last week. I was like, nope, you shut the fuck up. Shut your whore mouth with that shit. You just kept going. You got a chance to go on a run here and have your personal best. I was like, stop. Stop talking. Stop talking. And boom, Colin's gone. And um, you fucking, you picked Cam. You picked Cam, un- Cam to lose. Fucking believable,
1: man. Oh, my um, God. You're not tilting as hard as I want you to be. Though. No, i did no. that. No. I figured you would have just been, I would have woken up to fucking 14 messages of you just no. going off the rails. I don't give I a fuck get none about of that. that. I don't
0: give a fuck about that. I mean. You did a
1: personal worst. You tied your personal worst. Losing
0: the 50 bucks is, uh, is a sting, but you want to hear me tilt? If Cam goes on to win this whole thing, then I'll fucking tilt. It's worth noting that Cam barely scored Colin. By like a point and a half. And then as soon as it was done, look at him. What a cunt. His name was Sloppy Executioner. Colin goes down, goes right back to Bish's executioner. Fucking cunt, man.
1: I, I feel obligated to send Cam a cut of this money when it comes in. like uh, just for so the sad. Supreme troll jobs and everything. Like I gotta I gotta share with the man. I gotta. Yep. It wouldn't have happened without him. Yep. Okay, I got to point out here. It's getting tough to decipher whose guillotine league is more fucking pathetic—yours or Steve Bauer's.
0: Oh come on! And
1: it's getting tough. Like I, I get that. The wager is the slam dunk oh. on the one week, two week thing, but okay, but you've got no, so that's much different. more to talk about.
0: No, that's different. The wager was just a blind prediction. I can't control anything to do with that.
1: Well, you could when you pick the person. That's kind of how it works. You got first pick. You literally controlled who you picked.
0: Yeah, but I don't control what he does with his lineup. All the same is he has the best team. Sound so you
1: like you're selling out your guy now? You say he lost because he was a fucking dipshit with his lineup or what? No, I'm not saying that. Not like I'm shipping him down the river?
0: No, I'm not doing that. It's not like <laughs> I'm a game's fucking co-manager.
1: You can't drag him over to TBLC and smack his wheelie around in a trade so he's just dead to you now, hey?
0: No, no. That's not true at all. None of this is true. This is a storyline that you're fabricating. Let's see. Let's go over Collins' week. It's decapitation week. I don't Colin, know if I'm
1: done talking about your week in this
0: whole situation. Collin went down a with a score 105. Collin went down with the score 105.76. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, 10 points. Uh, Stefan Diggs, 20 points. Nice. Dan every Johnson, week, I'm like, 19. I'm like, why do I do this shit? Now I know. Mark Andrews, 17. This is why. Austin Eckler, 22. (laughs) But Colin, again, I believed in Colin's team, but he lost McCaffrey and Swift you hear game injuries.
1: Did you hear any thumping then? That was me fucking literally crutch thumping my mic.
0: And got less than eight points combined from both those guys. (laughs) Just powering through. And it I was knew- a
1: double dip because Colin gets so salty when I chew him and he fucking just died oh, on yeah. the four running backs uh, so hard.
0: That was funny. Uh, you guys go back and forth to group chat. Like, how much better is sixth than ninth? Like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, the see, irony this is what I'm doing with the four running backs. It's right? brilliant. No, it's fucking not. You're done. Talk so,
0: about, yeah. you knew Colin was dead. But he panic dropped Alvin Kamara for a kicker, and got zero. And the
1: kicker got, the kicker got just as many day. points as
0: Alvin Kamara last week. Oh my God. And he only. Sunday, needed,
1: I didn't even know what happened. I knew that happens. He only <laughs> needed
0: two points out of his kicker to survive and couldn't even get that. Unbelievable.
1: It's fucking magic. I couldn't write it better than that.
0: No, you really couldn't.
1: I don't have the imagination to be able to do that perfectly. So good. No. Oh boy, if we could do this every Sunday I would fucking love this league Love it Okay, This is going to be For the rest of our fantasy sports Careers, if you want to call it that I think I might change my Response to every shit Barbie throw at me to just Guillotine league That's it, that's all I'm going to say from now on Oh Joel, you lost this week I'm going to be a like, Guillotine league
0: At some point I will do Better in the Guillotine league than you Guillotine league so, so you lost left. in the
1: semifinal guillotine league.
0: We're down to the sweet six in the guillotine league.
1: Oh, Davin.
0: Say it again. Ryan. Megan. Justin. Guillotine Cam. League. Cam
1: guillotine Bishop. Guillotine
0: league. It's exciting times. <laughs> Three of these six teams were in the final six last year. Megan, oh. Cam, and Justin. New to the final six. You're just giving me more shit to edit out. Can you fuck <laughs> off, please? <laughs> then you'd be like, how come it takes you so long to edit? I don't know. Some asshole just keeps saying guillotine league in the background, everything I say. So then oh, I go yes go back and re-record man. It f- it after
1: the fact. Fucking crickets on me and sing na na hey hey for six goddamn minutes straight. It was good. League. Yeah, it but I, I
0: didn't I didn't do that while you were talking. I did that after the fact.
1: Guillotine League. You done? knows? Okay.
0: This has been going for
1: a very long time.
0: Six teams left.
1: Mm, guillotine League.
0: All right. So, six teams remaining in the Guillotine League. Oh, guillotine. Um, your prediction to win it all, Cam, Celine, congrats. Nice life. Uh, my prediction when it all is out, what a shock. Who do we like to go down this week?
1: Oh, I haven't even begun to cross that bridge.
0: Let me guess. Guillotine leak? Is that a you predicted oh, yeah. going down this week? Guillotine leak?
1: Uh, no, I'm saving that for comebacks. If you got a legitimate question, i no. My Yahoo app doesn't want to seem to work, though. No, there we go. Who do we hate this week?
0: Maybe your Yahoo app would work if you were still in the guillotine league.
1: That's rich coming from you. There.
0: <laughs> I've been out for months.
1: <laughs> what is Davin doing here? We're stashing Cordero Patterson and Debo Samuel. I don't think this is the time of year to be trying to stash two, two players. That could be a bad
0: time. And Cam's totally going to win this league, and I'm going to be so sad. Uh, fuck me. How does this happen? How do I get myself in these precarious predicaments?
1: I suppose the waivers haven't gone through either, too, so we don't know. No, this,
0: this is statuette. different. That's right.
1: Uh, plot twist. So I'm going to try to... What the fuck am I doing? I did not get this right ever. Anyways, it's true. And every week, who did I pick last week? Bishop. Uh, he came close.
0: Uh, not that close. Cam was close last week. I was almost right.
1: Or shoes and hand grenades, Bell.
0: I'm gonna pick oh. Justin to go down this week. While you, I'm gonna pick and Make up your mind. Okay, I picked Justin. Uh, New England defense has been good, but the run into Buffalo this week, who had a very good game against a tough Saints defense last week. I think they maybe keep that going this week. Plus, Justin's going to have to go to Wired to replace Rodgers. And McLaurin's already been known to disappear at times. Jacobs, we don't even need to talk about Jacobs. Probably the worst RB2 of any team left in the league. So there's some disappear potential Mike Evans, love Mike Evans, but again, one of the Tampa Bay wide receivers can disappear at any given moment. Connor should be fine coming back off the bye. Kittle should be better with Debo at the lineup, but I just think six teams left. This is a team I like the least, so I'm going to pick Justin to go down this week. It's this
1: a very good analysis.
0: Thank you. Good analysis of a team in the Key Team League. You want to hear mine? Yes.
1: Davin, dart throw.
0: Davin, dart throw?
1: I got nothing else.
0: Throw him a dart. Oh, you're just gambling. hmm I don't know why Cordero would be in his bench slot. Let's see he plans on dropping him.
1: That could be because I feel like looking at all these teams, there's a lot of players that oh, look like Cordero. Stashes that are.
0: Man, how am I only noticing now that Cordero has wide receiver and running back eligibility in this league? Jesus. What a fucking player. Holy
1: shit. Well, we're just beginning to unravel the onion. That is why you're so bad at this league.
0: Well, I never had him at any point. How the fuck would I know?
1: Because <laughs> you look at
0: these teams every week. Uh, every week. I spend a lot of time on my TBLC. Not so much time in this. It really hurts to get eliminated early every year. I do <laughs> the least amount of commissioner things possible. Sure. You saw everyone reminded me in the group chat, like Skinner, can you please drop calls players? I'm like, yeah. Okay. Right. Fuck off. Give me a little. It's a struggle to be as involved in this league as the other league, but it's just because I've been out. I, I mean, we just said it. I've been eliminated from this league for over two months. What in the fuck? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. For you, maybe anyway, Davin, let's see. He's going to put Cordell in there somewhere. Who knows if he stashes Debo or just drops him. At this point in the pool, like, you can maybe drop him and get him back. I don't know.
1: I feel like Nobody has any waiver money in this pool. Except two of them, yeah. I think Justin has a few bucks left, doesn't he? Or is he done now, too?
0: Uh, No, I think he's got a couple of coppers left. It's just interested to see what Madison goes for in this league. Justin's got eight bucks left. Eight bucks. He's fighting a good fight.
1: Keeping the ten bucks or keeping like a small amount like that. You just get the the zero dollar plus one pickups, but you just you're not depleting your budget ever. He's still getting good players, but he's not depleting nothing. Yeah. Well, the other everybody that's around him is either boom or bust. Everybody has nothing, or they have like $40, 50 bucks.
0: Ryan has the benefit of getting priority on the zero dollar claims. I don't know. Justin's Justin's looking pretty good there with his eight bucks left. I think.
1: I think it's a good spot to be in, whether it's by design or not. That's a
0: definitely not a by design story. Definitely backed into that. That's a like you said, different story. All right, so you predict Davin to go down, and I predict Justin to go down.
1: So, are you needing a week to lick your wounds, or do you want your like second shot at this whole wager thing?
0: Uh, I need a week to lick my wounds, okay? And maybe it'll be maybe
1: I don't know, I'm not, I haven't really thought about this a lot, but
0: oh, here we go. Maybe
1: I give you the opportunity to pick a second. Contestant for twenty five
0: dollars. No, because I'm not ready to a kill someone else's season. <laughs> the second I say good things are going to happen to someone, instant death. Man, I really
1: there's still time to do a personal best here.
0: I really like what Spencer did at the Deadline TBLC. Christopher McCaffrey for the year. <laughs> Fuck. Last week, oh. I specifically said that Cam is going down, and for good measure. I think Dalvin Cook gets hurt this week. Fuck, Dalvin Cook got hurt. Yeah, so yeah, That
1: was a good call.
0: call I need a right? week to lick my wounds.
1: Kate, well, look away. We'll talk next week. Thank you.
0: What happened now is I can, I'll go down this week, so then I won't have an opportunity, and then I'll just owe you 50 bucks. I'll take it. Yep, you would. Works for so, me. All right. That's it for the Guillotine League for this week. Let's move on now. To our favorite segment of the week, the shirt of the week. Shirt of the week. This week's shirt of the week is more conventional than last week's matchup shirt of the week. Also, I really hope Gary and Ryan enjoyed that. Ironically, they were two teams. That we highlighted that we were most disappointed that they didn't make a deal. Shocker.
1: Didn't hear a lot of feedback on that
0: because they probably don't even listen to the show.
1: Yeah,
0: whatever. Anyway, your shirt of the week for week twelve, none other than Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf, one reception on four targets for mere thirteen yards, which equated to two point three points. This was the obvious shirt of the week, as earlier in the day on Monday, Ryan was already declaring himself the winner of the matchup in the group chat, saying specifically, I can't believe I'm going to win two weeks in a row with Jeff Wilson in my lineup. Not so fast, fast, pal. DK Metcalf said, hold my beer. And got fucking one pass for 13 yards. In a scenario where Ryan only needed 2.9 2.9 points. DK gets him 2.3. You couldn't fucking make that shit up.
1: And there was like a minute to go when DK caught that one pass. So right? I can see Ryan watching me, like, all right, here we go.
0: DK didn't have a, a catch. Didn't have a target till the final drive of the game. Russell Wilson threw to him four times on that final fucking drive, man. I so don't know if I've,
1: I've ever seen somebody walk into a shit so hard before.
0: Oh, Ryan walked into this one.
1: He buttered it up and put it on a fucking plate for everyone to see. Like, yeah, uh, it was just really. Yeah.
0: DK Metcalf has put up fucking 57, 70 yards in his last three games. DK smashed wide receiver one for Seattle. Wow. 70 combined yards in his last three games. Jesus Christ. And I
1: nibbled at DK a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and Ryan yep. was basically like, LOLOL, do you want my best player? For yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Well, now he's your shirt of the week, and he's the sole reason you're five and seven and on the outside looking in on a playoff spot.
1: I don't even want to heave it on. That was so bad. That one wrote itself.
0: Yeah. It was a funny thing.
1: Say- it just wrote itself. Ryan wrote yeah. it for us.
0: Yep. Thanks, Ryan. Share of the Week. Boy. Brought to you by Ryan Evans. All right. DK Metcalf, your share of the Week. And with that, friend, let's uh, wrap it up. A little Tuesday recording this week. Assuming I don't fucking sleep forever tomorrow, maybe I can get this thing edited and out on a Wednesday or maybe even a Thursday. Who knows? Wouldn't that be a shocker? It would be, but... Maybe your, you can uh, your three listeners
1: are just gonna be fucking over the moon.
0: Yeah, that's right. And two of them are recording this podcast right now. <laughs> Cam's just gonna be like, holy fuck. Yeah. It's so funny. Cam is Cam is the listener of the podcast. Shout out to Cam. Yeah. Fucking God Cam. Cam, extra. I'm gonna give you an extra fucking 250 waiver dollars in the guillotine league just for being. When this thing
1: beer. goes big, we're bringing Cam on the road for beers.
0: Oh, uh, 100%. Fuck, we got to get Cam on the show, man.
1: Yeah, oh, you got a devoted listener. That's right. I
0: agree. All right, friend. Till next time, have a good week. Best of luck in your matchups this week. Oh, sure. Should I say matchup? You're basically eliminated from Bishop's Pool, and you're eliminated from the Guillotine League. So
1: Guillotine League. Best of
0: luck in TBLC this
1: week. Guillotine League.
0: May one of us be alone in first place after this week, TBLC.
1: Yeah. I hopefully we'll be back in
0: first, which you've never touched. Time will tell. All right. All right, buddy. You have a good night. You too. Later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the weekly fantasy roundup contact us anytime at the at gmail.com.